0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic uh, is about a UFO attack that is said to have occurred in Siberia looks like back in the early 90s. Now, the source material for this comes from the uh, theblackvault.com. Uh, this is a website run by Glenn Greenwald. It's an excellent site. He does just really uh, incredibly good work over there. i highly recommend that you check out his site. Uh, and he, he has a a podcast, and I think does some YouTube videos, and posts just a lot of really uh, well-researched stuff. And this article, it starts. It's you can, and I'm going to try to post a link on the YouTube channel. But it says it's listed. Uh, the country of origin is listed as Russian. Russia International. Subject: Paper reports alleged evidence on mishap involving UFO. Source: Kiev, Holos, Ukraine. In Ukrainian, March 27, ninety three P5. Now that's strange. So the actual attack occurred in Siberia, but they're reporting the source material out of Kiev. And you know, we just talked about Kiev last week, uh, Ukraine being the center for all these UFO sightings. Seems like these things are attracted by misery. It says, then it says, uh, reprint from the newspaper Chernobyl, Visit. Vesubentry Cosmic Revenge, first paragraph published in boldface. So, this must have been published in a paper somewhere. It says After Mikhail Gorbachev dissolved in 1991, the KGB top secret intelligence administration, a lot of material from that department found their way abroad, in particular to the CIA. As reported by the authoritative magazine Canadian Weekly World News, U.S. intelligence obtained a 250-page file on the attack by a UFO on a military unit in Siberia. The file contains not only many documentary photographs and drawings, but also testimonies by actual participants in the events. One of the CIA representatives referred to this case as a horrific picture of revenge on the part of extraterrestrial creatures, a picture that makes one's blood freeze. According to the KGB materials, a quite low-flying spaceship in the shape of a saucer appeared above a military unit that was conducting routine training maneuvers. For unknown reasons, somebody unexpectedly launched a surface-to-air missile and hit the UFO. It fell to the earth not far away, and five short humanoids with large heads and large black eyes emerged from it. Now, this almost sounds like grace to me. This is a common description that we have of these aliens. Large heads and large black eyes. Secondly, the thing that strikes me here is the fact that somebody just randomly shot this thing with a surface-to-air missile. This kind of drives home the point of what can go wrong when you're in a, even not even a war situation, but in an army training situation. Uh, people, uh, the adrenaline's running high, and you don't know what the, the other guy's going to do. It says, It is stated in the testimonies by the two soldiers who remained alive that after freeing themselves from the debris, the aliens came close together and then merged into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. Now that's mind-blowing. The two aliens, let's read that again. It says, after freeing themselves from the debris, so they had to actually get themselves out of the debris, these two aliens did, the aliens came close together and then, quote, merged into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. So whatever these things are, it seems obvious to me that they derive their power when they joined together. When they were separated, it, they had to struggle to free themselves from this craft, which is as some kind of mechanical object. But once they were out of the craft, where they were able to, it says, come close together, come close together, they, that apparently gave them enough energy or enough power, whatever this is, to assume a spherical shape. So that shows us this whole notion of shape-shifting right there. They were able to transform themselves from what looked like a uh, biological entity into some sort of just a paranormal shape, not even a mechanical entity. So they were were bound by a mechanical entity, they emerged from that as a biological entity, and then they merged together as some sort of paranormal entity. Can you see the three different uh, stages of matter or shapes they take here? The the, the UFO is obviously some kind of mechanical object, because when it's hit by this surface-to-air missile, it crashes. These aliens are bound up in this mechanical object, because they have to struggle to free themselves from it. But once they are outside the confines of this mechanical object, and they appear to be almost biological, then they are able to come together. And when they come together, they, they find the strength or the power or whatever to merge into a spherical object. No longer mechanical, no longer biological, but some sort of paranormal entity. I think that's very important that we see how these things can change goes on and says, for unknown reasons, somebody unexpectedly launched a surface to air missile and and hit the UFO. It fell to the earth not far away and five short humanoids with large heads and large black eyes emerged from it. It is stated in the testimonies by the two soldiers who remained alive that after freeing themselves from the debris, the aliens came close together and then merged into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. That object began to buzz and hiss sharply, and then became brilliant white. In a few seconds, the spheres grew much bigger and exploded by flaring up with an extremely bright light. At that very instant, 23 soldiers who had watched the phenomena turned into stone poles. Only two soldiers, who stood in the shade and were less exposed to the luminous explosion, survived. Wow. I mean, just think about that. The, it says that they acquired the spherical shape. That object began to buzz and hiss sharply. Now, this is something that we hear a lot when we, uh, on UFO reports all the time. Some people think of ball lightning. But it's like this uh, energy filled buzzing and hissing. And then became brilliant white. Well, this is something we see all the time in these orbs. They're reported as being extremely white now. In this last report out of Ukraine, they talked about black ones as well. But brilliant white ones are common. In a few seconds, the extremely bright light at that very instant, 23 soldiers who had watched the phenomena turned into stone poles. Wow. So as this thing just reached its zenith of energy, it used that energy to kill these 23 soldiers. Who had, who had watched the phenomenon turn into stone poles. Stone poles. This reminds me of uh, the story when Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back at Sodom and Gomorrah. You wonder what the connection is there. Only two soldiers who stood in the shade and were less exposed to the luminous explosion survived. Now, it says they stood in the shade. It's almost like they were back away from it. And this is another... This, to me... Is, Speaks to this uh, observer phenomenon. It's almost like I can just see those guys standing there, staring at this UFO, staring at these aliens. Actually, as they crawl out of this wrecked UFO, as they merge together into this sphere, as this sphere just begins to uh, take on more and more energy until it just explodes into, I suppose, a, a just sphere of white light. And these guys are struck into pillars, but they're engaged with the UFO. They're watching it. I wonder if the other two are less engaged. If they're hiding, it says they're in the shade. It's almost like you have to have this engagement. You see this a lot when people report abductions. They're engaging with the aliens. They're engaging back and forth. It's like they draw, they're almost like a like a like a energy vampire, it seems like, drawing the energy out of the people that are observing them. At that very instant, 23 soldiers who had watched the phenomenon turned into stone poles. Only two soldiers who stood in the shade and were less exposed to the luminous explosion survived. The KGB report goes on to say that the remains of the UFO and the petrified soldiers were transferred to a secret scientific research institute near Moscow. Specialists assume that a source of energy that is still unknown to earthlings instantly changed the structure of the soldiers' living organisms, having transformed it into a substance whose molecular composition is no different from that of limestone. Interesting calcium. A CIA representative stated, If the KGB file corresponds to reality, this is an extremely menacing case. The aliens possess such weapons and technology that go beyond all our assumptions. They can stand up for themselves if attacked. They can stand up for themselves if attacked. And then stated here, 3-27-March, but the date has been, the actual year has been blacked out. Now, at the beginning up here, it shows Ukrainian 27-March-93. So apparently somebody smuggled this document out of the Soviet Union uh, proper into the Ukraine, and that's where it's been picked up from since. Kind of have to wonder what's going on in Ukraine. Does somebody there know something? But here we have a clear case of a UFO being sighted over these uh, area where they were doing war exercises. Somebody just uh, inadvertently shoots off a surface-to-air missile. You have to wonder where the order for that came from this craft crash lands, two aliens crawl out. They have to to force their way out of this wreckage. It describes them with these big heads and big black eyes. The aliens, the first thing they do is they meet up with each other. And upon meeting up together, and only when they meet up together, do they just form into this strange ball of light. Which takes on more and more energy until, with an explosion, that it just it lets out some sort of uh, energy wave that turns the 23 uh, soldiers that are watching it into pillars of salt. Now that's some strange stuff there. Talk about high strangeness. And it looks like this uh, information had been passed along for to, to the to the CIA. It says here, approved. Approved for release date, May of, looks like May two thousand, maybe. We have to assume there's been lots and lots of cases like this that we're not being told about, you know. And that just, this case right here reminds me of just something that I've seen uh, Greenwald talk about in his podcast. There, I think it was last week. He'd finally gotten some, uh, doc, some documents back from the CIA that he'd re- put a FOIA request in for. But the good parts have been blacked out. What had happened was there was a report that somebody had turned, that somebody had responded to a UFO crash. There there was material involved in that cla- in that crash and that they took that material to the CIA. Well, Greenwald t- tried to get the rest of the information. Who did they take it to? What was the material? And the response he got back was, we no longer have the originals. You've got all you're going to get. You know, that answer is not really good enough. That should tell you that that we're not being clued in on everything that's going on here. Okay? That these UFOs are far more complicated than what um, we're being led to believe. The best we do is we get a couple uh, really grainy, fuzzy videos off an aircraft carrier. But that doesn't give us the depth of knowledge that we need. I think it's so important this document here. How it talks about how these, how these entities, whatever they are, are able to change not only shapes but their actual state of matter. You know, you're looking, at, like I said, you're looking at a, what appears to be a mechanical UFO. It crashes. These creatures that are in them have to claw their way out of these things, and it seems like they're still powerless up until the point that they're able to combine. And upon getting close enough together, that's when they transform into this spherical shape that they describe it. And that shape just keeps drawing in energy until it gets to be more and more powerful to where it just destroys whatever's around, whatever's around it, and it escapes. I don't see either one of those aliens preaching to us about environmentalism. I don't see them uh, telling us that they're here to help I don't see them sharing the cure for cancer with us. What I see is an entity that, as soon as it is attacked, uh, strikes out. You know, just a very uh, vicious response. Actually, these aren't like some sort of interstellar missionaries that are that are here to uh, share the good news. Okay, they're not going to take it on the chin. And I think it's important for people to understand the nature of these things before they rush in and try to touch the spaceship. And we don't know what we're dealing with. That's the whole point. We have to be open-minded about it. I know a lot of people think that, that that these things are great and wonderful and peaceful. And Dr. Greer goes on, and I think he's a nice guy. He goes on for a long time about how they're here to help. And if they wanted to destroy us, they could have. And on and on and on. And we don't know the whole picture. We're just getting a little bit of that picture. We're talking about what, whatever these things are. I mean, think about the complexity of this. A shift from a mechanical object to a biological object to some sort of quantum paranormal object. You know, you're going from a metal spaceship to a biological creature to ball lightning within a few minutes. Right, what what kind of entity possesses the the ability to shift that way? This sounds more like more like a uh, a ghost, or or a, a shapeshifter, or, or some of these Bigfoot sightings, and it does what you would expect, you know, for, to, to be an alien from a foreign planet. The more I look at these things, the more I see them as interdimensional. And we cannot assume that they're here uh, just to have cookies and tea with us. And I think these kind of cases prove that when they're when when they are when they suffer some kind of an injury like this with this crash. Of this UFO going down. It makes you wonder what, ha- <clears throat> what happened in Roswell. And what kind of attention that we brought on to ourselves. By taking one of these craft down. Reportedly killing one or two of them. And then leaving one of them locked up for a long time. You know, it makes you wonder if they don't have friends that come looking for them. It's, it seems like such a dangerous place for our government to be going to not only be trying to make contact with these things, but to be trying to get into armed conflict with them. And you have to wonder what's going on in Ukraine when you see reports coming out of there that they say, yes, we have these these uh, phantom UFOs that look exactly like what they're describing here, that this thing was in its final stage. And we know that they're not military... We know they're not ours, so they have to be alien. I think it's important to remember that by alien, it doesn't mean necessarily from another planet. It could just be from another dimension. Some really complex stuff. I'm going to go ahead and try to post uh, a link to this on the YouTube channel sometime. You can look at the article yourself. YouTube, I have to tell you, it's really kind of a... It's a lot of work for not a lot of reward, but I'll try to put that up there. Uh, I do appreciate the folks that listen to the podcast. It seems like it's a different group of people. I've never had some of the kind of really uh, strange almost uh, almost concerning comments left on you know my podcast that you'd come across on YouTube sometime. It seems I don't know this is a different kind of crowd you you attract over there but I'll go ahead and try to uh, put up a short little video sometime this week so you can look at the actual, print out of that, and you can always go to theblackvault.com and dig this stuff up. He's got just a treasure trove of stuff to, to look at over there. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.